Hey everyone, welcome to another great episode of the Smooth Business Growth Podcast where we share 15 minutes of fast-paced peer marketing strategies proven to move the needle in your business. So I'm your host and Captain Lindsay Phillips. I'm the founder of Smooth Sailing Business Growth where we help busy entrepreneurs attract and convert customers faster through powerful and consistent content marketing. In fact, if you go to smoothbusinessgrowth.com, you can download your social media roadmap to help you do just that. So who out there has said that they get business through word of mouth? I mean, a ton of us, right? Well, today we are going to chat with Bill Bice, who has created a new approach to marketing, one that fuses technology and expertise together to deliver marketing as a service for B2B and law firms at scale. So he's going to share with us how to turn conversations into conversions with word of mouth marketing. So let's set sail. Welcome aboard, Bill. It's great to be on board. Awesome. So, I mean, I've talked about referrals with some other people before, but I've never heard the term word of mouth marketing. I mean, to me, word of mouth is like, you know, getting referrals. Um, so what do you mean by word of mouth marketing? Well, so that's the one thing that, that really works, right? I mean, I, I love sitting down with a business owner and saying, Where, where'd your last couple of, of new clients come from? And it's, you know, it's almost always, well, it was a referral from. And so, you know, everything that really works in marketing is, uh, I think word of mouth is at, the, is at the bottom of it. And the beautiful thing about doing marketing in this day and age is that it's so much easier to amplify the effect of this thing that, that works so well. So if you're getting referrals today, well, let's, let's take advantage of that, energize it, and get more people talking about you. Absolutely. And it's sort of um, like, to me, word of mouth is more like, how do you do that in an online world, right? It's like you have relationships with people, but I don't know, like online, it just seems more vast versus um, intimate. So I don't think people really understand, like, you know, in, in this, you know, automated landscape, how do we, how do we even make that happen? Yeah, and I think the, I think the key is to keep that intimacy, even though we're putting some scale and efficiency in it. So the beautiful thing about, I mean, my, my analogy is, is look at LinkedIn as the, as the world's best networking event, right? You get to, you get to show up in this place where you only meet exactly the, the perfect target prospective clients. And, and you really need to treat it that way, which is you, you wouldn't walk into a cocktail party and just immediately start pitching people. Oh, totally. The goal is to meet them, develop a relationship that turns into sales opportunities over time. But those who come in with the attitude of wanting to grow their network and really help their network are the ones that are most successful. And so I think in B2B, LinkedIn is just this ideal example of how we could take something that works really well in real life, move it into, uh, into the online world and put we put a lot of scale into it because we can get to exactly the right audience. And then we get the opportunity to keep talking to them over and over again. Yeah. It's, it's just a, you know, it, even if you have focus on LinkedIn, I, I bet you anything that there is more you should be doing in order to, to leverage LinkedIn. Oh God. Yeah. And, and that's the, uh, you said a term like talking to people and it's like, you know, you can build relationships with people that are on the other side of the world online and, and I've done it and through podcasting and stuff, but it's like having conversations. <laughs> and I think people kind of, 
I, I mean, I know we're all going at the speed of light. It's hard to kind of take a breath and, okay, we need to, you know, make time for conversations. But I think that's a really key part. It, it is. And it's really, you, you got to avoid the, what, what I consider the number one mistake in marketing, which is, which is talking about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's some irony there because the whole point of marketing is to get, is, is to get the word out. But your audience doesn't care what no. what they're worried about is the challenges they have in their lives and their business. And if you do a really good job of creating those conversations where you're focused on bringing your expertise and bringing unique insight to, to the table, then that that's going to be vastly more effective. And so if you put 90% of your effort into coming up with really great content that, that shares valuable perspective and insight, then you know, only 10% of the work is, is in the, the actual uh, process of, of, getting, of getting it out there. And it's just, it's such an underutilized element for, for so many businesses. I mean, it's one of the things that, that you promote all the time and I'm just a, I'm a huge fan of it. And, and so when you say conversational marketing, is that kind of the same thing? Uh, it, it really is. It's just, it's just putting word of mouth on steroids. I, I think of it as social currency. How are we giving, oh, okay. Ooh, I like that. How are we giving our audience the, the currency, the reason to talk about us? Yeah. So there, you know, if this is why having niche markets in B2B is so effective because you're working with hundreds or maybe thousands of businesses that are alike. And so you can sit down with the, the CEO or the decision maker and an individual prospect and bring them perspective and insight that, that they, even though they're running a business in that market, they can't have because they're tied up in running their business. And you have this perspective across hundreds of their peers. And if you leverage that, then you know, every prospect you sit down with should be better off because they met you. Everybody you connect on LinkedIn should be better off because they met you. Everybody who joins your email list because you're sharing really useful information with them is now better off because they're getting your emails. And so, and that's good. Yeah, that's good advice. And it makes sense. And I like how you touched upon email marketing. Like to me, that's part of a conversation. Yeah. And it's the part that that really works. I mean, email marketing to me is kind of like the, the king is dead, long live the king. I mean, there's so many people who want to kill email off, but, (laughs) but we follow the data and and email is really delivers. And so to me, there's, you know, there's three core legs to the stool here. The website's always the centerpiece. LinkedIn is how we grow the audience, but our goal is always to get people onto our email list because that's how we're going to stay top of mind. It's how we're going to create nurturing campaigns that follow up on, on every, on every lead that we create. So if we build that foundation and then we focus on the the three core things, be better at at capturing the leads and referrals that are already coming to us and be better at following up on every single one of those and then stay top of mind with that bigger audience that we're growing. It, none of that's complicated. The the hard part is just doing it and executing on it day in and day out. Totally. And how do you make it like natural? Do you know what I mean? Like, I think some people get hung up on like, what do I write to them? What, like, you know, whether it's a direct message or, you know, commenting on a post is, is one thing, but to take that conversation off the post, like, do you have any tips for us that, makes it well, easier yeah, the, the first part is is creating that content right because all of this is about that 90 percent of the effort creating the content and it almost never works to try to do this internally mm-hmm. if you're going to do it yourself i mean staring at that blank screen is just so difficult the only the only thing i've ever seen work consistently 
is to go find an outside resource that, that already has the expertise. Right. And, and so our approach is we use a large network of subject matter experts because we want somebody who's already in your market, already understands your audience, already understands the challenges that, that they're tackling. And then, you know, you or I, we could sit down with the CEO of a company and in 30 minutes get, you know, more than enough ideas for six months worth of editorial. The ideas are there. We yeah. just need a system to be able to create really quality in-depth content out of that. So my recommendation is stop trying to do it internally because it just never works. Gotcha. Interesting. Um, now, I do want to have time to touch upon one thing because I found this hugely interesting. And it says that you're like on your site that you guys create word of mouth websites. I have never heard that <laughs> before. And that, so that was really intriguing to me. What is the difference? Because you and plus you were saying that, you know, your website is kind of that foundation. So it's super important. Yeah, so I, 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 websites are such an interesting area. I mean, most of the time, I think they're built backwards. They're always it's built with a design first. I think yeah. you, what you want to communicate. And, and even in a business context, you know, 60, 70% of your first-time visitors are coming to you on a smartphone because they just heard about you over lunch from one of their peers. <laughs> so you, you've got to do a, a mobile first design that's focused on, on getting the core of, of, of who you are and why you exist across. But if you think about it from a word of mouth context, then you're really focused on, okay, how are we going to leverage the referrals that we're creating? What, how are we going to get the most benefit out of that? And if you're in B2B, the, you know, the second most visited page on your website, it's always the about us page. Nobody's going to work with your professional services firm, your SaaS software company, if they don't know who's behind the company. Yeah, that's so true. And so that's the second thing that should be on your webpage. The first thing is, is who you are, what do you do? The, the second thing is, is who are you? Yeah. And if you think about it this way, then you're really going to focus on the customer journey. And, when, and so you're going to make it really easy for people to find the thing they want, which is, which is all about the, who's behind the company. Right. But I, I bet if you randomly went to 10 About Us pages for small businesses right this second and scrolled down to the bottom of that page, at the end of the very boring bio for the executive team, there won't be anything there. There won't be a natural place to say, okay, here's where I want to take you next in order right. to tell you the story. And that's the thing that's missing. You want to control that customer journey. So what I find enormously enlightening is to tie all these pieces together. So understand how our email, LinkedIn, and website are working together. Understand the customer journey across all of those things. Because that's really how we figure out how to make word of mouth. Uh, just the, the performance and conversion we get out of that is so much higher by having that overall picture. Love it. And... And you're right. It's like people do want to know the person behind the company because um, we we work with people that we feel comfortable with, right, and connect with and like. And you want to build a relationship with someone that, again, you can connect with and feel like you trust. Yeah, I call it putting a face on the business. It's one of the big advantages you have as a small business relative to your huge competitors, which is there's really you standing, standing behind your product or service. And so my recommendation is don't, don't try to look corporate and be just like the big guys. Take full advantage yeah. of, of what your core difference is. Now, in the, with word of mouth and referrals, how important is it to showcase your testimonials or is there a right way or wrong way of doing that? 
Well, the wrong way is, is to not do it. Um, <laughs> so I, I think I, I think doing it in any level is is great. The the key is to sort of do it in all mediums. So uh, you know, video testimonials are are really powerful. Yeah. Quotes are really powerful case studies to yes. you know, both of those tie into are really powerful. So you get the 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 depth once you've pulled somebody in. I mean, I, I don't think there's anything as as valuable as as testimonials. Mm-hmm. You know, just don't do what gets you on the front page of the Wall Street Journal and 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 use a stock photo with the same quote. I mean, they they did this for. Uh, education loan companies recently and, you know, found the, the same stock photo across 20 different companies for the same testimonial. It, it's got to be real. It's got to be authentic. Yeah. We all pick up on that when it's, uh, when it's not. Um, but none of this really matters if you're, if you're not taking care of, of your clients. And if you are, then you, you should take, take full advantage of that. I agree. And it's, um, and I liked that you picked up on the word or you expressed being authentic. You want your testimonials to be, you know, real business owners that had an issue and they got solved. And I think that goes for, you know, the business owner, right? Is like you said, people want to know the person or the face behind the the business and they want to, you know, be in touch with someone that is authentic. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Simon Sinek and, and, you know, people, they buy into you because of, of, of why you do what you do. And so that needs to come across in, in your message. Love it. Now you mentioned LinkedIn. Are you, are you more LinkedIn like heavy in regards to how you work or just your personal preferences? Or do you also use, you know, Instagram or Facebook um, with the same approach? Well, we do, but in particularly in the B2B portion of our business, it's just where we see the results yeah. from is, is on the LinkedIn side. Um, we, we still post everything to Facebook and Instagram, but it's more to get the links back for SEO purposes than it is to really believe we're going to create, uh, you know, business contacts there. Yeah. And, you know, there's niches where that's true. And of course it's very different in, in B2C. Um, but in a, if you have a B2B business, you, the, the more effort you put into to LinkedIn, the, the more value you're going to get back out of that. I mean, it's just such a, the, the algorithm is so much simpler. Mm. It's, you know, so many of the issues that are in Facebook don't, don't exist in, in LinkedIn. You can, uh, you know, you can write a couple of really good content pieces a month and leverage that and reuse it because you don't have a duplicate content issues in LinkedIn and you can get the, so our goal is to have four to six activities per profile per week on LinkedIn. And, and we can make that happen with, with, you know, two content pieces a month and it keeps you in front of your audience. I mean, it, it works really well. Wow. And I think a lot of us, um, we do underutilize LinkedIn <laughs> and I'm, uh, I mean, I publish a lot of things on the articles and, you know, status updates and stuff like that. But I think, in regards to what you're talking about, word of mouth and conversational marketing, um, it is it is easy to you know let that slip under the radar and kind of not leverage it as best as we can. It is the easiest way to expand your audience of exactly the right prospects. And yeah, you, can, you know this is something you can run for yourself. It it only really works if you have the sort of the golden hour of prospecting. Apply that to LinkedIn and say, okay every day from eight to 9 a.m. I'm gonna dedicate myself to LinkedIn. And it really does work, but it, it, takes a lot of, it takes a lot of focus. So if you're, you know, if you're earlier in the arc of your company, then it's totally worth putting that time in. If you're more established, then yeah. 
you need to get an assistant to do that. You need to hire a company to do it for you because it's just, it's the most obvious way to, 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 to grow your firm. Absolutely. Now the term social selling I've heard a ton is, is it the same thing or is that something different? You know, I, I don't use that term a ton because I think the, the, the definition is a, a little fuzzy. I, yeah. I think there's a crossover in what we're talking about here. To, you know, to me, it's, it's building a relationship yeah. online with scale. The best way to do that is with thought leadership. It's to, it, you know, really the best way to do it is to give your best stuff away for free. Absolutely. If you're willing to do that, the things we're talking about here work really well. It's the people who hold it in really close that, that have a tough time getting the, the value out of this approach. Absolutely. So if you were to give advice to an entrepreneur, what would you, what three action steps would you tell them that they should start doing? It's to the, you know, let's avoid the number one mistake. Stop talking about yourself, figure (laughs) out how to, how to take everything and put it in the context of, of what your audience cares about. The, you know, the second most common mistake is I see, I see is a lack of consistency. Yeah. Marketing is not the kind of thing where you can say, okay, I'm going to try this for a month or two and see if it works. You've got to, you've got to do the research to understand, a, to buy into a strategy for a long-term commitment. I, I think if you don't commit for a year, you're, you're really doing a disservice. It would be better for you to take the money, burn it, make a YouTube video and hope it goes viral. <laughs> but if you make that long-term commitment and you're serious about putting out really good content and about growing your network, so one of, the, one of the challenges with getting entrepreneurs to do this is, is they say, well, LinkedIn is for the people I already know. And to me, that's like going to a networking event and saying, I'm only going to talk to people I already know. Ooh, I mean, it makes yes. no sense. No, you're right. So if you're willing to open your eyes to that and be aggressive about making new connections on, on LinkedIn, it's just, it's the, you know, it's the perfect way to get the word out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, perfect. And so how can people find you and how you can help them, you know, grow their exposure on LinkedIn and gain more prospects and, and staying top of mind with, uh, with their audience? Yeah. So, you know, what, what's amazing about this is, is when we started treating ourselves as a client and doing exactly the things for ourselves that, that are what we do for our clients, that's when it really started working for us, breaking out of the, you know, cobbler's kid's shoes problem. <laughs> yep. And so you, you can come to our website, uh, go to boomtime.com, look me up on LinkedIn and, and see in action exactly what, uh, what I'm talking about. I love talking to business owners about their marketing. I'm at CEO at boomtime.com. Please drop, drop me an email or find me on LinkedIn and, and let's talk about marketing. Awesome. Perfect. I love your approach. So folks definitely go to boomtime.com. I've never seen a company that focuses on word of mouth and helping you build your audience in kind of a, a different authentic way. I love that. Awesome. So, of course, this week's 15-minute cruise to move the needle in your business has come to an end. So, thank you so much, Bill, for joining us and sharing um, and teaching us about word-of-mouth marketing. It's been fun sailing with you. Thanks. (laughs) Awesome. So, folks, if you're looking to achieve faster growth through content marketing and sales funnels, look no further than smoothbusinessgrowth.com. So, have a profitable and productive week, folks, and may the winds always be at your back.